your news program every morning with up-to-the-minute news and extensive analysis of issues from Korea and abroad. This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS EFM. Now, the Bank of Korea reported last week that the household debt in this country had hit a record high of $979.7 billion. That is around 1,200 trillion won as of the fourth quarter of last year. It's also marked the fastest pace of growth on record, up roughly $100 billion from a year ago. So we're certainly seeing household debt getting worse rather than better. But one of the major factors being attributed is the rise in mortgages, which some might say would be a, a safer form of debt than, than riskier shorter-term loans. Let's bring in Christoph Andre, senior economist of the OECD's economic department, main author of the report Household Debt in OECD Countries, in which they said uh, although Korea's household debt has been rising, the housing price has not been rising alongside, which um, is a curious finding, apparently. Good morning to you from Seoul. Good morning. So, overall, the country was ninth in terms of the volume of household debt out of 27 OECD countries. Is that a major concern in itself? Well, it is a concern, but household debt has been rising faster than income recently, and this is the major source of concern, more than the level of debt in itself. Uh, the level of debt is high in Korea, roughly comparable to that of Canada, the United Kingdom, or, or Sweden, but countries like Denmark, the Netherlands still have much higher household debt levels. Uh, but the level of debt is only one indicator of risk. Um, a rapid growth in debt is more worrying when it happens, uh, and especially when it is coupled with rapid increases in housing prices, uh, which you don't see currently uh, in, the, in the case of Korea. Um, then there are different sources of risk, of concern. Uh, one is that some households may be unable to repay their loans, especially if the economy slows or if interest rates go up, which is a possibility. Um, Although there are exceptions, it's true that mortgages generally uh, entail less risks than other sorts of, of credits. And uh, in Korea, the proportion of mortgages in household debt is, uh, is quite lower than in other countries, so this may entail some vulnerability uh, for customers, especially those who have taken loans from non-bank financial institutions with very high interest rates. Yeah. Um, that, that has both economic and social implications. Um, but, I mean, most of the borrowers still have quite high income, high assets, uh, the loan-to-value ratios are not that high, so the financial risk is not so high. Uh, but I think the main risk is about consumption, because people will repay their mortgages, most of them, uh, but actually they will reduce consumption for this. And uh, that's uh, what happened in Denmark, in the Netherlands. Uh, they didn't have a lot of defaults, but they had uh, a loss of consumption. And that's also, I think, a major risk for, for Korea. And actually, consumption in Korea has been weaker than GDP since 2006. So household debt may have a role in this. What about this point that you highlighted in the local situation, though, with house prices not being on the rise in line with mortgages? 
what do you think about that? Well, I think Korea is pretty exceptional in that respect because it has managed to to maintain a balance between uh, demand and supply. So demand for housing has increased for uh, finance for for uh, mortgages, but actually supply has responded. There has been supply to meet demand, and that's why prices haven't increased that much. And uh, again, that's that's exceptional in uh, in OECD in OECD light and more. In most countries, what happens is that prices go up, so people borrow more to be able to buy these houses, and this fuels, um, again, the, the, the prices, and this is a, an upward spiral, spiral which you, you, you don't have in, in Korea. Um, now, there is some evidence of oversupply recently in Korea, like unsold apartments, and this could weigh on, on prices going, going forward. Uh, but I think uh, that is probably also going to to slow down, so you you wouldn't see such a, such an inconsistency. But th- there is this requirement for having a, a significant portion of the value of the home in order to uh, to be eligible for a mortgage here. It's very different from the heyday of zero percent mortgages elsewhere in the world. Uh, it yeah. seems like in another era. So. That's obviously a protection against phenomena like negative equity, right? Yeah, sure. Um, but did you factor in the local situation with, with the Jonse deposit system becoming less popular, for example, these these huge deposits which would require no monthly payments but they wouldn't either serve as a mortgage? Uh, the fact that those prices have been going up so much, people have been asking themselves, well, I've got this... You know, large amount of money, $200,000 worth, let's say, I might as well just stick that into a mortgage instead of uh, letting my landlord enjoy the benefits of that. Yeah. Um, did you have to factor that in when you looked at the Korean situation? Yeah, yeah that's, that's certainly something that is pushing household debt up. And, uh, well, as a, as a trend, it's, it's, it's not a bad thing, I think. I think uh, having... Higher, higher household debt. If you also have higher assets, and if you don't have any any housing bubble, is not is not necessarily that that bad. What is more more worrying at the moment is the is the pace of the increase, uh, with very low interest rates. Uh, there is a risk that uh, that could come out of control. But if everybody's shifting their Jonse deposits in theory into mortgages, it, it it would be almost a false trend in a sense because what they're doing is they're they're moving their money into what be classified as debt as opposed to sitting in their landlord's bank account. So, so we have to offset the concern a little bit, don't we, with that fact? Yes, true. Yeah. Also, um, the the distribution of debt between lower income and higher income groups that that's something that makes a difference rather than looking at the blanket number i presume yeah 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 i think that's that's very that's very important and uh, in most oecd countries actually high income households hold most of the debt or a great part of the debt but there is always a segment of low income households that uh, have rent uh, uh, have have debt and uh, 
and that's that's a risk in in, in some in some countries. In in most cases, it's more an issue, uh, a social issue, or an issue for consumer protection, uh, rather than an issue that has very big macroeconomic implications. Uh, but uh, there are cases where where there can be a risk, and the most notable example is the U.S. subprime crisis, where there were a lot of uh, uh, low-income households that were heavily indebted, and that uh, that uh, caused uh, a lot of problems in the end. The uh, Bank of Korea is teetering in the middle of decisions at the moment. I mean, we've seen the central bank lower the interest rate to a record low. It could yet go further down before it bounces back up again. But, but presumably that would encourage even more household debt. What, what do you think will be this, the decision from them? Well, I think, you know, the, the main objective of a central bank is to stabilise uh, inflation and output. And uh, and that's the that's the right uh, the right goal. And uh, now the goal of controlling household debt would would be conflicting with this this major goal. So I think the bank shouldn't really pay attention uh, to household debt when setting rates. Uh, but uh, other measures such as macroprudential measures uh, like uh, uh, perhaps uh, tightening. Uh, a bit uh, loan-to-value ratios or or debt-to-income ratios. Uh, that's that's probably the way to control debt if uh, interest rates remain low for for a long time. But but low rates are are probably needed to to support the economy. Mm. As you said before, uh, consumption is one of the first things to be affected when when we take on a mortgage or or some other major loan. Thank you very much, Mr. Andre. Great to have you on the line with us. Christophe Andre, Senior Economist at the OECD. You can email us, efmthismorning at gmail.com.